Good evening, I'm Rafferty Cleary. Expect partly cloudy skies, a low of 38, your forecast coming up in minutes. A 70-year-old man has landed behind bars for an armed robbery that occurred in Jamestown Tuesday. Jamestown police charged Michael McLaughlin with aggravated robbery and aggravated assault today. The incident happened at 1.20 p.m. when McLaughlin entered the Medithrift Pharmacy on West Central Avenue. Detective Rob Lower said the suspect allegedly produced a handgun and demanded narcotics. Authorities responded after someone called 911 from inside the store. Lower made entry into the building and managed to disarm McLaughlin at the pharmacy counter. Lower said no injuries occurred to anyone inside the store. Putnam County election commissioners have approved ballot names for the March 3rd primary election. Wesley Bray will appear on the ballot for the 13th Judicial District Criminal Court Judge. And Steve Pierce will be the candidate for Putnam County Property Assessor. Election Commission Chairman Phil Adams said those names won't be set in stone until December 12th. We actually have another, what, two weeks? Three weeks before the last day to qualify, so there's a possibility more names could come in. But as of today, these are the only names we have. Junior Phipps picked up qualifying papers for property assessor, but he withdrew from the race on Tuesday. Louis Tommaso also picked up qualifying papers for property assessor, but he has not turned those in to the Putnam County Election Commission office. Commissioners voted today to place his name on the ballot if he turns in his qualifying papers. Ventress County Commission appointed a new solid waste director this week. Jason Gasper replaces Jackie Selby, who retired from the position earlier this year. County Executive Jimmy Johnson said Gasper recently completed a 90-day performance trial. He's not lost a step, and he's dealing with a recycling building that burnt down, and it's going to be back up and going, hopefully, by the last of March. If the weather holds up, we're supposed to be getting our building metal parts uh, the 26th of February, I believe, so we'll be involved in that, and then we'll plug him right along, and Mr. Gasper, uh, I believe, will do an excellent job for us. The county has begun the process of building a new recycling center after the old one burnt to the ground in June. Gasper has worked for the Fentress County Solid Waste Department for 11 years. He served as Selby's assistant for the past four years. Ford Lincoln of Cookville has set its sights on helping Putnam County students. Employee Josh LaFont said the dealership will raise money this holiday season to pay off student lunch debts. A lot of people don't realize the amount of debt that the public school system takes on just from unpaid lunches. Of course, they don't want to turn away any children that need to you know, eat. And in order for us to just kind of keep ahead of the game. We just wanted to see if we could, you know, bring that number back down to zero for some families in, in the county that uh, might be struggling this, this holiday season. Residents can donate money by visiting a GoFundMe page that went online Tuesday night. Several local businesses have also agreed to set up collection boxes for the campaign. Ford Lincoln of Cookville will collect money until December 15th. Tennessee Tech Athletic Director Mark Wilson fired head baseball coach Justin Holmes today. Wilson said he relieved Holmes of his duties because of conduct inconsistent with the expectations and standards for all university head coaches. Assistant coach and recruiting coordinator Mitchell Wright will serve as acting head coach. Wilson said a national search for the next head coach begins immediately. The Putnam County Commission has approved an $11,000 expenditure for the Circuit Court Clerk Office. Circuit Court Clerk Jennifer Wilkerson said that funding will be used for digitizing files. 
Well, for, since I've been in office, one of the things I wanted to focus on was technology. And, you know, the court system is continuing to grow. The volume of cases that are being heard in the court systems or that are presented here uh, is continuing to grow. And so when you look at that, um, most of the files in what we house here, a lot of things are considered permanent records, so they have to be held on a permanent basis. Um, when you have that sort of volume with that, uh, record retention, you have to then look at how do we house these things, how do we house these records. So something that we will never be able to build a building big enough to house everything we have when you look at it long term over a period of years. So one of the things that we talked about was a strategic plan on how to house files and certainly looking at the future that uh, made sense then to start looking at the electronic filing system. So uh, that's what we're doing is trying to get this software. It was something that we purchased in stages, and we it's software and the hardware to go through to help us become more efficient and be able to maintain and house those files in an electronic format. I often wonder when I come in and get those uh, warrants every single morning, I, I think, where do they store all of this stuff at? I kind of imagine like a, a warehouse or something, but it makes sense now. You all are trying to do it digitally. Yeah. Well, it's something that we haven't been doing in the past. Um, everything up until this point has been held in a, uh, a paper format, a hard copy that you can hold in your hand. Um, and, you know, you, again, you have to comply with statute. That's very specific what the law says that you have to be able to do and, and retaining those records. But we're, there are some new statutes that talk about uh, converting records into digital format or into electronic format. And so that's something that we're certainly trying to look to do to say, uh, ahead of the game. I imagine this will take quite some time to really get to a complete point, I, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. You know, every year there are over 20,000 brand new cases that are filed here at Putnam County Justice Center. That's a lot of records. Um, you know, and again, when you look at 20,000 plus new cases that come open, that doesn't take into account the amount of volume that you already had from previous years that are still active or still going. Again, those are permanent records. So you, within a very short period of time, I suspect that we'll run out of space and the entire building would be consumed with files. So it's important for us to start looking to the future. Wilkerson said she expects the project to take about five years to complete.